Well, hello, hello, you beautiful bastards. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas, and this is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 198. How are you doing, you beautiful bastards? How are you doing? I'm so glad to see you guys. Well, actually, I'm not seeing you guys. Okay, I am kind of seeing you guys. I'm in your phone right now, and the stuff you got in this phone is disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I really can't see what's in your phone. Okay, I cannot see what's in your phone. That would be weird. And also, I want to say a special hello to my Pardon family. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. And folks, this is episode number 198. And this is a really weird episode because normally I record uh, this podcast at around, you know, in the afternoon or sometimes I record um, in the car. I mean, you, you can tell which ones I recorded in the car because usually I say, hey, I'm recording this in the car. <laughs> but this time it's a little bit different. This time it's one fifty in the morning and I'm actually just recording the podcast now. And it's just really weird being awake this time of night. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily weird for me because by profession, I'm a comedian. I'm usually, this is usually when I'm driving home from someplace, but it's really weird to be awake in your own house at close to two o'clock in the morning. It's very, very quiet when you, when you're in your home, when your house at two o'clock in the morning, it's very, very quiet. And it's that weird type of time of the night of the morning, as it turns out, where you don't know whether or not to just go to sleep. Or just say, screw it and stay awake. It's getting close to that time. Usually around three or four o'clock, it's like, you know, I might as well just stay up. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not driving someplace. And I know I'll be doing some driving later on today. So obviously I'm going to have to go to sleep. I mean, literally, I'm going to have to record this and I'm not even going to edit it until later on today. <laughs> like last Sunday, I recorded it. Uh, it's, I think it was like 12 something at night, but I, by, by this time, 151, I, um, which is what it is right now in New Jersey. I uh, had um edited, I had recorded it at 12, recorded it from 12 to maybe 1.30 or so, somewhere around there, somewhere in that time period. Uh, a couple of test runs to make sure the mics were going good. And then uh recorded it and edited it and all that kind of crap. And I was like, all right, it's 2 o'clock, I'm going to sleep. Well, this time I'm actually just recording it now, which is really, really weird. I don't know how many... Uh, for those of you that are in the Pattern family and other podcasters or people that do a podcast, I don't know if you've ever recorded a podcast this time in the morning. Um, but I would say for the record, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yes. You know, cause I'm already tired, but I, I want to make sure I get this done because I know I'm not going to be able to, um, uh, do it tomorrow. Well, it's not even tomorrow. It's actually later on today. Um, and the only reason I'm doing it now, like I said, is, you know, I, it was one of those things where I wanted to record this uh, Sunday afternoon, but I, I, you know, but I, but I got caught up in watching the football games, good football games. And then right after the football games go off, I'm going, okay, great. I had dinner while I was watching the football games, and now I'm going to. Now that the football games are over, everything's great. We already know who's going to be in the AFC game and the NFC game. Fantastic for those of you out outside of the United States. I'm talking about NFL football, not football. NFL football. Um, and I was just about to, to set up everything and I remembered UFC Boston. I go, ah, crap. So I go and I started watching UFC Boston and I watched some good ass whipping and it was some good fights. A belt changed hand. Great. Good fight. Five rounds. Went to a decision. Fantastic. 
And then the next thing I know, old Jed's a millionaire. Kids phone said, Jed, move away from there. Now it's one something, one fifty something in the morning. And I'm just now recording the podcast. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I just want to make, like I said, I just want to make sure I get it done because I didn't want to do one. I'm not one of those. I don't want to do one of those things where, you know, sometimes you, you know, you're trying to do one, you're doing one thing that's important to you and you try to multitask. And sometimes when you multitask, all that means is I want to do a whole bunch of things badly and make myself think that I'm good at doing a whole bunch of things. Well, even if you are good at multitasking, you got to know that every time you add another task, you you lower down the efficiency of the thing, the other things you're doing, even if it's just a little bit, you're still not giving your full effort to, all the, to those different things because you can't physically do it. Yes, you can do a lot of different things, but you're not doing them as good as you would have done them had you focused on them. Yeah, I know you, you multitask. I know you're smart. I know you're highly educated. I know you're successful, but even you got to know that. So I didn't want to be recording this while watching the football games. You know, and then, uh, hey, the, hey, the touchdown, yeah. I mean, hi, guys. I don't want to do that. I didn't want to be recording this while I was watching the fight. Oh, what an elbow to the face. Huh? I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I like to focus on one thing at a time. See, I used to make that mistake all the time where, you know, like you think you can do 27 different things and then you go, yep, see, I did it. And you did complete the task, you know. But then you go back later on and look at it and going, oh, God, ew. So I didn't want to do that. But what I wanted to talk to you about, my friends, I wanted to talk to you about what I like to refer to as key time. This is key time for me. And key time for me is whenever I set up a time period where I, I lock in on something and I have to finish it because finishing that thing will move me to the next level of something that I want to do. You know what I mean? Say you want to do something really big, something important to you. Uh, and you set up a deadline and you're going, I will focus on this crap and I'm not stopping until I get it done. Well, for me, key time is January 18th through May 9th of this year, meaning right now, today, because it's the 18th, because it's 1.55 in the morning. <laughs> and May 9th, and the end of May 9th, 16 weeks is total. And I realized that the key that I need is, is, is the tools, entertainment tools that for me to get to the next level, uh, in show business and also in the get me to the next level of not being around and doing the stuff that I'm doing right now. Cause right now what I am is as I do the podcast and as I begin putting this, my new stand up show together, I find out now that I'm around people a little bit too much. And what I mean by being around people a little bit too much, what I mean is when you start to help out certain people do certain things, even if they're nice people, even if they don't necessarily know they're doing it, they start to rely on you a little bit too much. And all of a sudden, the requests start to start to get bigger and bigger and the, the frequency of the requests start to increase. And then all of a sudden you start noticing that the things you need to do for yourself start to fall by the wayside. All of a sudden you are not getting none of the things you need to get done completed. Oh no. Oh no. You don't mind giving this person a ride here. You don't mind learning, loaning this person a couple of bucks. You don't mind getting on the phone and listening to this person complain about stuff. You don't mind that if it happens every once in a while. 
And I'm one of those people that you can do a favor for once. And I realize it's a favor. I'm going to leave you alone. Thank you for doing that thing for me. I don't want to push my luck. But some people aren't like that. Oh, no. Some people not only push their luck, they take a rocket, strap it to the luck, like that shit and send that thing flying. Oh, no. You give somebody a ride to the airport. Now, you realize since you gave them a ride to the airport, you didn't notice that. You thought you were just giving them a ride to the airport. You didn't think anything of it. But you didn't realize that by giving them a ride to the airport, your punk ass better be ready to pick their punk ass back up and take them home whenever they show up. You got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and you got to go to bed early because you got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and then you get a phone call at 4.30. Oh, no. Who is it? It's your punk-ass friend who just got back in town and since you were the one that took his punk-ass to the airport, he didn't want to bother other people and make them have to get up early in the morning. He's going to call you and now you are already awake and you know you can't go back to sleep, so... You get in your car and you go pick his punk ass up. Oh, no. He could have caught a cab, but no, that would have been inconvenient to him. Oh, no. You loan somebody a couple of bucks and you do it a little bit too easily. Now, you're not rolling in dough. You're just a nine to five guy just like this bastard. But you have to you you make it a point to put a little couple of bucks aside, you know, for a rainy day. And you don't realize that this bastard is a walking rainy day and he sucks down all your money. And then all of a sudden you don't have that much money left. And then when you want to lean on that bastard because now you need money. Oh, no. Or you want your money back. Oh, no. You ever tell somebody you're busy doing something and, and then they're not to call that house unless it's important. And then they call you. I just want to talk about something stupid for no particular reason. I can't talk now. Uh, call me later. Okay, no problem. They call you. But hey, it's even more. This, this thing I want to talk about is even more stupid. I can't talk right now. And there's a whole bunch of phone calls and they keep you from getting a chance to do the thing you want to do. Ever drop somebody someplace and they don't know when they're coming back and because they don't know when they're coming back, you can't really settle in and begin to work because it would take too much time to set the stuff up or to take the stuff down. So you just kind of sit there twiddling your thumbs, hoping that the bastards call you and come back. Oh, no. You get locked into those things. And when one person does it, then another person does it, then another person does it, then another person does it. And all of a sudden, you are the gopher for your friends or your family. And every individual one of them doesn't necessarily even take into account the other people that are pulling on your punk ass. They don't think about that. They're just thinking, I need to get from point A to point B. I need you to lift this. I need you to put this together. I need to borrow a couple of bucks. I need a ride here. I need some advice here. They don't think about the fact that there are a whole bunch of people pulling on your punk ass. They don't know about that. They don't know. Oh, no. And you're locked the hell in. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's relying on you so much. Anytime you do anything for yourself, even something small, it turns into an inconvenience for them because now 
you have been incorporated into their life. It's like a baby. You know, when you have a little baby and the baby's so young, it doesn't understand the concept that you as the parent or the older relative that is caring for them at the time and feeding them from the bottle. They have no concept that your body is different from their body, which is why they keep poking you in the eyes and sticking your hand down your throat and playing with your face. They don't know. And under normal circumstances, you wouldn't let another person walk up and play with your face, would you? Of course not, because you know they know better, but the baby doesn't. When the baby shits on you, you don't go, I can't believe that baby shit on me. I think that baby planned on shitting on me. I am upset. No, you go, oh, man, the baby shit on me. Uh, what are you going to do? It's a baby. And sometimes the people around you start to act like that. And like I said, they're intelligent adults just like you, but they don't realize they're really fucking you up badly. And they're not doing it on purpose, but they're doing it. And you're locked in. And it sucks. (laughs) I remember a while ago, I needed to get my lawn done. And uh, it was a fine. We didn't want to get fined at the house. And the people that were doing that would give you the fine were walking around the backs of the houses. And one of the neighbors ran to the door and banged on the door. Bang, 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 bang. And you come running down there in your drawers. What's going on? What's going on? And then the people that get back in the house, they're going to find him. They're going to find me. They're going to find you. are going to find everybody. They're going to give everybody a fine and a double fine and a triple fine and a quadruple fine and all of that and a triple, the quadruple fine and a double fine and a triple fine. And you walk around the corner and I see the person and the person's got the attitude problem. They got the ad. They got the uniform on and they're looking at everybody. What are you people? You And you don't even think about it. And I don't need to hear you, you dirty mother. So I walk up to the two people and they got the little computerized thing out there with the addresses on it. And they got the little notepad and they're ready to do all of this crap and give you the fine and the triple fine and the double fine and all of that crap. And I walked up to them and I said, hey, did you put any inputs in yet? No, we didn't put anything in yet, but I don't want to have any problems. No problem. If you got to do it, you got to do it. But I was like, I was, I'm, I'm I literally, I'm, I literally have my, my nephew coming over to mow the lawn today. He goes, you do? I said, yeah, be, he'll be here any minute now. No, and the lawn will be mowed. So I mean, hopefully he won't give me a fine since I'm going to get the lawn mowed today. And the guy goes, well, if you get in the lawn mow today, we'll give you a break. You know what? We have some other places we have to go. We'll be, we'll be back either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. But if it's not done by then, we're going to have to give you a fine, okay? And I go, I said, you know what? I really appreciate your leniency. I really do. And I walked over and I shook, shook their hands and they walked away. And of course, I was lying. My nephews both manage restaurants. They ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> So I had to go and find somebody to actually mow the lawn. Mow it. And I finally found the guy. It took a while. And I know that I needed to get it done now, 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 now. So he's about to mow the lawn. And then I realized, oh, I got to let me unlock this gate for you because you got to get this equipment in there. Let me unlock this gate. And I take the key out and I put the key in a lock and I tried to twist the key and the two key i can see the key starting to bend and snap a little bit you know that fat part of the key at the top where you have your fingers on and then the part that goes into the lock well they were starting to separate and i had to very very gingerly get that key back out of the lock you know how you say sometimes in your life things lock you into place and you need to get unlocked and get away 
Well, this lock was, it was the same thing with this lock on the gate. I needed to get that lock open because I needed to get those people in there to mow that lawn and they couldn't get in there to mow the lawn because they couldn't get their equipment in and it was too heavy to to lift over the gate and they dance weren't tracking that shit through my, my space, my house. So I had to go and get the key redone. I needed to fix the key. It was key time. So I said, hold on, man, do me a favor. Mr. Thomas, no, we, we, we have some other jobs we have to do. You know, we got to get this done. You know, I mean, we're trying, we're just squeezing you in because, because I like it. I was squeezing you in, but you know, we get, if we can't get this done in really, really soon, then I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, it's going to be a couple of days before I can get back, man. And I realized I can't wait a couple of days because I'm trapped. I am locked in. If I don't get this lawn mowed right now, I'm going to get fined and they're probably going to find the double fine my punk ass because they're going to go, Oh, so we come Come back and your lawn's not mowed, probably because you lied, didn't you? Uh, give him a quadruple quintuple fine, that bastard. So I know I got to get the lawn mowed. A-S-A, mother jumping P. So I said, I said, stand right here. Begin getting your equipment out of your truck. Begin loading up. I'm going to go get this key right now. I need to get this key because if I don't get this key, I'm going to get fined. So I get in the car, a mighty Toyota Camry, and I head on down to the closest hardware store. And I need to get this key because I don't want to get fined. Oh, no. So I walk in and there's a kiosk in the middle of the store. And I go, great. And there's five or six people in line in front of me. Not a problem. And then you can see the line moving. Everything's great. Of course, there's one person in front of me who's arguing about stupid crap, making ridiculous requests and asking stupid ass questions that you couldn't, po- you know, answers that just like you, if they were on Family Feud, it would be the number one answer. It, 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 just asking dumb ass questions that you couldn't possibly not know and wasting time. And I ain't got that guy to die. And finally, I get up to the guy that's there behind the counter and I hand him the key and he looks at me and he goes, oh, oh. Okay, how can I help you? What? Yeah, it's one how I can help you. How you can? Um, well, that's a, it's a key. I, you know, I, I, I handed you a key. You know, I, I kind of wanted you to make another couple keys like that key, because you, as you can see, the key's kind of broken. I had to. I had to take a hammer and make it flat because it was structurally damaged and I couldn't put it in the lock and twist the lock. And I need to get that lock open because I don't want to get fined because I need to get my, my lawn mow. But the most important thing is, 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 um, I need, I need you to make a copy of the key. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, this one right here. You mean the one I handed you? Yeah. That, that's, that's, um, that's, that's, that's the one I, I, I need copied. I, I didn't want to hand, I was going to hand you about five or six keys that I didn't want copied. But I realized that would kind of take up a lot of time. So instead, I decided to give you the key that I actually wanted, you know. I wanted, I wanted you to, I wanted you to copy that key right there. You mean right now? Um, yes. Yes, I, yeah, I, it would be nice. I, I'm, I don't have, I, I, yeah, I want you to 
I want you to do that. And he was literally just kind of oblivious. I'm going, why did he become stupid now? He was helping all the people in front of me and just wee, 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 and he gets, he turns into a complete dope when I get up there. I don't know. Maybe he's been working there a long period of time. I don't know. Maybe the fluorescent lights started to work on him and started to drain his brain of energy. I don't know, but he was wasting time asking me dumb questions and I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying my best because I'm flabbergasted and he's asking me, hey, so, you, so what you're saying is you want me to take this key and make other cops? Make the copies, dude. So he makes the copies of the key. And I get the key. And I go back. And I get the lawn mowed. Because now the key works in a lock perfectly. I got the key. Key time. And I realized now I need key time for me. And that's what 28th, January 18th and May 9th is going to be. That's my key time. That's when I build the key that's going to get me the hell out of the situation I'm in now. And normally, like I said, I wouldn't, like I said in other episodes, I wouldn't. There's certain things I talk about and certain things I don't talk about. Most things I do talk about. But you know how it is, man. I mean. Nobody wants to admit that they have big problems or, or, or things that, because, you know, you, you always want to put the best version of yourself out there to the public. You always want to act like everything's fine. You want to act like your life is perfect and everything's great. Every girl you talk to, you take the bang city. Every time you do something, you come out on the best end of it. Everything you do is great. Everybody does that. And it's the most amazing thing you ever see in your life, you know? But I'm not going to do that anymore. I got to lose some weight because I turned into a semi tubby shit. Now, I play basketball an hour and a half. I can do that. So I'm not a complete tub of shit. But I know I want to get into the shape that I need to get into. And I'm going to give myself that time period. January 18th to May 9th, 16 weeks. I'm going to put together 45 new minutes of stand-up material. And I'm going to lose 45 pounds in that time period. Is that going to be difficult? (laughs) Of course it is. But I don't care. Because I know that those are two of the keys that I need for my freedom. The 45 minutes of material when added to the material that I already have will take me to about 75 minutes of material. And when I wouldn't I whittle it down and sharpen it and get it ready, I'll have an hour and 15 minute stand up set ready to take around the country, maybe even other English speaking countries. Who knows how how it goes? But I definitely want to get back out there and I want to meet and perform in front of my beautiful bastards. And also, I want to lose 45 pounds. I want to be back in shape. And I know that sounds like a lot of weight because it is. But, you know, you know, sometimes you just don't want to admit anything to yourself. You just don't want to admit it. You know, you, you know, you, you, you catch yourself in the mirror and you go, I'm not that bad, but I damn sure ain't that good. I need to get back where I need to be. And that's enough time to do it. So I'm admitting it. I'm admitting it into, in front of a whole bunch of people. I'm admitting in front of a whole bunch of people that my big ass needs to lose 45 pounds and I need 45 minutes of material. And damn it, I'm going to get it done. Why? Cause I just admitted it in front of a whole bunch of people in front of a, 
in a bunch of different countries that those are my goals. So I'll be kind of embarrassed if on May 10th, I haven't at the very least made a huge dent in both of those. My goal is I'm going to work methodically to surpass, to, to meet those goals, maybe even surpass those goals. But I damn sure don't want to embarrass. I don't want May 10th to come around and I'll be doing an episode of the podcast and I'll get this email. So uh, it's May 10th, big boy. Did you lose that 45 pounds? Huh? You write that material? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. I look forward to seeing it. Well, you can't see it right now. Yeah, because I'm doing some other kind of thing at, at, at the present time. Are you making bullshit excuses? Yeah, pretty much. Well, you lost 45 pounds. I'm sure you're going to look much different. Let's, uh, you know, let's see a picture. Uh, yeah, my camera's all broke. All of your cameras broke. Yeah. What about the camera on your laptop? That also broke. When? Five minutes from now. <laughs> you know. But that's what the 16 weeks is for, man. I want to. I call, like I said, I call it key time because losing the weight that I need to lose and having the material, the bulk material that I need to whittle down to a show. Those are the keys and my ticket out. Those are my keys to open up this lock. Nobody wants to be locked in, man. You know, nobody wants to be available for stuff that takes time away from the things you're supposed to be doing. Because people people think you're selfish sometimes, but if you really think about it, isn't making requests of other people selfish in, 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 in a way? Right. Like if I call you, I'm basically saying whatever I'm calling about is more important than what I estimate you to be doing right now. Now, that's not the motive. I mean, you're not thinking that when you call, but you must know that if you're calling someone else, they have to be doing something. They're doing something. Right. But you're saying, well, I. What they're doing can't possibly be as important as what I'm calling about. <laughs> so I'm just going to call them and talk about some stupid shit for no particular reason. So what I'm saying is, is that it's really weird to be locked into something like that, you know, where people take up a lot of your time. So I think the only way that I'm going to be able to get to the get to where I need to be is like, I got to, I got to get away. You know, I got to get away. I got to be selfish. Just like, you know, I got to concentrate on the things that I need to do. And, and I, I know, and I, I, I want to know. I mean, do, do you feel that way about anything? I mean, do you, I mean, if you're a parent, I know that there are times you just want to get away, right? If you're a spouse at times you want to get away. You know, even whether you're, you're even if you're not a spouse and you're not a parent, you if you're a friend, you might have friends you want to get away from sometimes. It's not like you hate them, but you got to get away. Privacy is important, man. Sometimes you just want to eat a sandwich and not talk about it. You know, sometimes you just want to scratch your ass and not have somebody go, did you just scratch your ass? <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just, I was just thinking about that. And, and the reason I was thinking about that is just, you know, the truth, truth. I, I started, um, a couple of people that I know that went on to become famous kind of semi corresponded with me. You know, and um, I'm not going to say any names here. This is one of the few times I'm not even going to leave any kind of breadcrumbs to who I'm talking about. But if I said their names, you'd probably know who they were. 
and they've ascended to a certain level and I'm not there, obviously. Or I wouldn't be worrying about key time. And and when I would run across them, sometimes they would, you know, I would I remember running across someone who's kind of famous. He's, he's, you know, he was he was he was on a successful sitcom and he's highly thought of and he's, you know, he's doing really good. And he sees me and he remembers me back in the day when I was doing stand up regularly. And he remember what I was capable of doing. And he was looking at me like, what the hell happened? to You know, in his mind, he's like, you should be where I am right now. What's wrong with you? It's a, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, how's it going? He was talking to me. The same way a person who like a regular guy would talk to somebody like say you went to school with somebody and they were a friend of yours and they were on the high school basketball team and everybody thought they were going to get picked up by a big college or they were in college and everybody thought they were going to go to the NFL and you go to the NFL and life takes you away and you kind of forget about that guy. But then you run into that guy and all of a sudden you look at the guy and you're like, didn't make it, huh? <laughs> a regular person, you know, you ever run across somebody from high school or college and, you know, you're doing your, you're doing whatever you're doing and you see them, they got their, they're all, you know, they, maybe they smell bad or, you know, they're, they're like, they, they walked up to you and asked you for a quarter at the gas station, you know, or a dollar at the gas station and they didn't recognize you, but you recognize them and you're hoping to goodness and you give them like five bucks and you're hoping, take this five bucks and I hope they walk away before they realize I recognize them and then they realize you recognize them and they're super duper embarrassed <laughs> you know and I, I don't mean to laugh at that but it's like you know I, I remember I ran across a guy and I'm like I'm just a regular Joe's like everybody else that's listening to me and I ran across a guy and he was like the best guy the best the best looking the smoothest the coolest the best and everybody the best all the women the best the best the best the best the best and the coolest the best and Mr. Cool Mr. Smooth got all the money and the guy was he, he looked horrible you know you know you see you see him getting out the car with his wife was horrible his kids were horrible his car was horrible. They talked to each other like crap. They both yelling and screaming and cursing at the kids. You know, they're screaming and cursing at each other. And you got the distinct feeling that this was not some aberration, them yelling and screaming and cursing at each other. It wasn't that at all. Oh, no. This was the way they always talked about each other. You know, they, you're like, oh, God. And then they and then you realize it's somebody, you know, and you're hoping to God they don't recognize. You, and then you recognize them. And then you got to talk to them. And then you, the whole time you're going, what, what the hell happened to you? man well that's how that guy looked at me now i don't have old clothes i don't smell bad i look pretty decent except for the 45 pounds i need to lose and then be honest with you he needs to lose a little weight too but that's that's beside the point he's got millions of dollars so shut up (laughs) so um and he says hey man what's going on hey steve because that's what the sns anthony stands for hey steve what's going on man hey what's going on hey uh by the way, this is before I started doing the podcast. So what are you doing, man? Uh, you know, this, that, and the other. I was telling him about what I, Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's very interesting. And I couldn't say to him, what are you doing? 
I couldn't say that to him. I knew what he was doing. He was in a hit movie. He was also in, he was also on a television program at the time. He was, he was, he, he, he was nominated for, for Grammy awards. How do you, you know, I, I, how am I going to say? So, so how's it going for you? I knew how it was going for him. I just told you how it was going for him. And in his mind, knowing what I'm capable of doing, he was looking at me like, he's looking at me like I'm the guy in the car that was, that gained 120 pounds and smelled bad and had a wife who was horrible and kids who were horrible and a car that was horrible and screaming at each other and cursing at each other and everything sucked. He was looking at me the same way I would look at the other guy. And it's really weird to be on the other side. Now, I wasn't mean to the dude in the car. I mean, I, when I noticed him and he noticed me and we were both at the gas station, I was like, hey, what's going on? After he recognized, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I tried to walk around the pump so the basket could go away. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to see him and I didn't want him to see me, you know, because I remember what he what he was like before. You know, and I know that in his mind, because like I said, if if you were a big shot in high school or in college or something like that, and people go off to their own lives, they just assume you went off and you just tore life's ass up, that you're out there killing it and crushing it and destroying it. Because in my mind, if you would have brought up the guy at the gas station whose life was horrible, if you would have brought him up to me and asked me about that guy, I would have remembered him as the guy that was tearing life up. The last time I saw him and I would just assume wherever he is, he's just ripping it and tearing it up and destroying it. And everything's great and sunshine and rainbows were falling out of the windows and all of that crap. I would have thought that. But now I know the sunshine and rainbows were wrapped around dog shit because that's what his life is. And, but compared to the guy that I know that's famous, my life is horrible. He wouldn't trade places with me, be a regular dude, have uh, take away his millions of dollars take away his nominations for stuff and his movie roles and his TV roles. He would, I mean, he, he, his life was better. So much was equal measure better than mine as my life was better than that dude at the, the, the gas station. Weird. And that was a while ago that I, that this happened. Obviously this was just well before I started doing the podcast. And I thought about that and I was like, I really need to, I really need to get back on the game because this is this is fucking embarrassing, man. You know, I, I didn't even want that guy to see me because I saw him first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Cause this guy thought really highly of me back then. And now all of a sudden, this fucking guy is going to see my punk ass. and He's going to wonder what the hell happened to me. And it's like that other guy. Like, I don't want to see him because I see what happened to him. God damn, good Lord. But it's really weird. You know, you get embarrassed. You get embarrassed by certain things. That's why I didn't want to talk about the the 45 pounds I want to lose. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Because I have people writing to me about this show, about this podcast. And they, and they say, and, and, and if they, if people would just say, hey, it's funny, or hey, it's insightful, or hey, I like your stories, or hey, it's it's entertaining. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I would just do my thing, turn off, turn on recorder, do my thing, you know, if I have something scripted, I'll do the scripted part. If it was something extemporaneous, I'd do that. Whatever it was, whatever the form was, I would just do that and then go about my business. I would just do that. 
But that's not what I'm getting. That's not that's not what people are writing to me. You know? When I, when I, when I get people writing things to me, it's it's always these long I don't know how many people were listening have been listening to me long enough to remember the episode I did about meeting my father for the first time. Um, for those that didn't, um, it was very similar to this feeling. Now the feeling I got when I ran into, like, like I just said, the famous guy who thought highly of me and thought I was great. And then he went on to become successful and I'm, I'm okay, but I mean, he's, he's ripping it up. And he looked at me like, Oh God, you had all, he was so fucking funny. And it's just, Hey buddy, you know, like, you know, the only thing he didn't do was pat me on the head. <laughs> right. So I remember, so, so I, I talked to, I did an episode, a segment of one of my show, one of the episodes about meeting my dad and just go through my catalog. It's not, I mean, it's not that long ago, just, or just Google S Anthony Thomas meeting my dad for the first time or whatever it is, and you'll find it. But just you know, go to the, go to the website, go to S Anthony says dot dot com or iTunes or whatever, and you'll find the episode. It's not, it's, it's, it's not that it's, it's kind of a recent episode. And I had, like I said, I, I didn't, I never met my dad. You know, I never met him, you know, and when I finally, I, I made the phone call, right, and seemed like a nice cat, you know, and then they, and then he was coming to uh, Philly, and I, you know, I'm in Jersey, and uh, that's close enough, and then I met at my sister's house, my new sister, didn't have, I have three new sisters now, I already had one, but now I got three new ones. And I met the family. That, that's my father's side of the family. And even as a 47-year-old guy, I felt uncomfortable. Now, I get on stage back in the day and I'll be doing it again in front of people I don't know and I can say whatever I want and they'll laugh or whatever. And I don't feel uncomfortable meeting strangers and I'm not shy about meeting people when I meet them for the first time. Doesn't bother me at all. Not at all. None. I can walk up to a stranger and start a conversation, not even think anything about it. I feel uncomfortable. Doesn't matter who it is. But that made me uncomfortable. And I talked about it. And I talked about it in the most honest terms I possibly could. I didn't hide any, I didn't hide anything. I didn't try to make anything sugar-coated. I didn't even inject that much humor into it. I kept it completely straight and said what I was actually feeling and how I felt. I hope I don't disappoint people. You know, just like when I met that, that, like I said, the famous guy, he thought of me as the guy that he remembered at the comedy clubs and how, quote, great I was, unquote, using his words. And then when I met him, he's like, oh, man, you know, because like, he's like, oh, because he, he figured at least I'd be like on my way to where he is at the time. And he's like, oh, man, he was so, he was so good back then. And I was hoping that when, when I met my dad, I was hoping he was like, oh, this bastard, really? Ugh. <laughs> right right but as it turns out everything was fine and the, the the other side of the family accepted me and it was was a great time now granted the famous guy walked away like okay uh see you later loser regular guy he, he turned out to be a regular dude oh god i thought he had superpowers like me bastard well, I do have superpowers, punk, and you'll find out in a couple of years, you bastard. But that's beside the point. But when I get review, when I, some of the reviews I got, and when somebody writes to me, 
I don't just get, hey, great show. They're like, you know, I, I, you, when you talked about your dad, man, you know, I didn't know other people felt the same way about beating their dad for the first time, you know, because I felt exactly the same way, man. Or, or I'll get, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I mean, I now know where my dad was. I know where my dad is and I know how to get in contact with him. And I decided not to get in contact with him because, you know, I didn't want to disappoint him or I didn't want to be disappointed in him. And then I heard your episode and I decided to go meet my dad. And as it turns out, just like you said, it was everything was great. And it turned out to be fine. And I'm really happy now. And I got another brother and I got a niece and I got a this and I got a that. And as it turns out, he's a great guy and this, that and the other. And I realized that, yeah, I. Like I said, by trade, I'm a comedian by trade. That's what I've done my entire adult life. Actually, a little more than my adult life because I started it right after I turned 17 years old. And I realized that, you know, the people that were that started to listen to this aren't just listening to this because they want to hear me tell jokes all the time. You know, they wanted me to be honest. And just like I said, when I was dealing with the person who was the famous guy and I was dealing with meeting my dad for the first time, there was a part of me that was like, you know, people respect what I'm doing and they like what I'm doing and they say great things about what I'm doing. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to put up some airs like I'm something that other people aren't. I'm just a dude like everybody else, you know, and I'm good at this for whatever. But I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make up shit. I'm not going to do it. I literally, literally, before I started recording this, when I was going through the, the earlier part of the day and I knew I was going to be talking about this and I started writing some things down, there was a part of me that was going to talk about key time and talk about how I needed to get things together and hope that you could relate to it and hope that maybe, you know, if there were some things that you were kind of reluctant to do or you didn't want to lock them down or you didn't want to share that kind of stuff with somebody else. And maybe if I did it, maybe you'd do it too. And I wasn't even going to say what the weight loss number was. I wasn't going to say 45 pounds or 60 pounds or whatever. I wasn't going to do that. But when I think back, think back to when I did the episode about meeting my dad for the first time and some other things that I talked about over the course of this past couple of years. And I, and I think in terms of the really, the reactions and, you know, the reviews that I got and some of the things that people have written to me or tweeted to me or direct me- direct message to me about how much it meant to them. It kind of made me rethink things, you know, I get this distinct feeling that, when I say right now that I, I need to lose 45 pounds or whatever, and there's at least one person out there that was ashamed to even think that about themselves. They were going to look in the mirror and think, I'm all right. I know there's at least one person out there that's going to listen to this and they're going to think in terms of, like when I said I, I'm going to redo my stand-up act, I'm going to throw out all the shit I did before because I don't, I don't want to do that anymore and I want to start fresh. I talked about that before and I know somebody out there, it doesn't have to be a stand-up act, it could be anything. Maybe, I'll put it to you this way and this is how I get, I get inspired by something. Uh, there's a guy on the radio, was I think his name is Colin Cowherd, I think his name is and 
I don't really know much about the cat. I just know that he was working on one specific, uh, maybe he was on ESPN or something like that. And then he realized that he wanted to do something else. He was kind of drained by what he was doing. According to the YouTube clip that I saw, he was kind of drained by what he was doing, um, at his job. And he went into his bosses and he talked to them and he said, um, well, basically, it, the, what, he, what he basically wanted to know was he wanted to change his relationship with the station. He wanted to have some say in what he was doing. He wanted to have a proprietary relationship with his commercials. He wanted to have more, you know, he wanted to have more of a financial uh, relationship. He wanted to get a little more bread and have more, you know. And they said, uh, nah. So he had to leave. And when he left, he had to just literally get rid of everything, uproot his life, move to California and start his own show from scratch, building his own relationship with his advertisers, building his own relationship with the audience, building his own studio, doing all that other kind of stuff. And I realized that that's kind of what was going on with me when I started to do this, you know, because I love stand up. I really do love stand up. I, I love it. You know, I loved it since I was a little kid. You know, when I was a little kid. And then I started to see John Leguizamo doing a show called Freak, you know. And I realized, I was like, man, that's pretty impressive. I mean, there's jokes in there, but there's also serious stuff. But there's more jokes and then there's more serious stuff. And you can't necessarily do that on the comedy club level. They want jokes, (laughs) you know. And so I wanted to do something where I could talk about serious stuff if I wanted to or put jokes and if I wanted to or mix them if I wanted to. And I started to move into the one man show round. But then I noticed I didn't like doing the same stuff over and over again. I didn't like it. I wanted to do different stuff every time the people saw me every week. I wanted to do something different. And then I then I started to notice uh, this thing called podcasting. And that's how I wound up here. One of the reasons why I wound up here. So I don't mind telling everybody that I think I need to lose 45 pounds or or so. And that I need to restructure the act. I don't mind saying it because I know there are people out there that listen to this and really like this show. And I appreciate that shit. I really do. And when I talk the way I'm talking right now, when I'm sincere and I'm telling the truth and I'm not messing around and I'm not making up anything just to be funny. They like that as much as they like when I tell the jokes. And I appreciate that. You bastards. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do. And I may or may not give you updates. I don't know. Because I may just decide, you know what, I'll just I'll just give you a update at the end. And let you know what happened, you know, or I may decide during every week to go uh, this amount of pounds and this amount of minutes. But most likely I'll just wait till. Whatever the episode is after May 9th, whatever the first episode is after that, to let you know what happened. But as of right now, the goal, 45 minutes of fresh material, 45 pounds. So that's my thing. That's my key. Now, let me ask you a question, you bastards. Is there anything big you need to do for yourself? Something you've been putting off? Something you know you need to do, something that you, 
that that's possible to do, but it's going to be very, very difficult that you need to do for yourself. Is there something like that? Because if there is, please go do it. In fact, start start right now, just like I'm going to start right now. Start right now. We're going to start January 18th. You're going to pound away on it for 16 straight fucking weeks and you're not going to stop. And then we'll see what happens at the end. Maybe you want to lose 45 pounds, too. Who knows? Whatever it is. All right. You're going to do that. Huh? Come on. Do it. I'll be right there with you. Long ass segment over. All right. Let me ask you a question. Is it bad to shame people? I don't think it is. I don't think we shame enough people because there's certain things that we just ignore when people do them and they need to be just embarrassed and shamed the crap out of. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. I We can't let these things slide anymore. It's, we got to as a group, because like I said, you don't want to put there's certain things that, are, that that should be called out. Like if somebody robs your house, they should go to jail. Somebody beat your ass, they should go to jail. Major crimes, they should go to jail. But we still have to, I think, as a collective, as a society, we have to add corrective behavior to when adults do something that is just wrong and they should be shamed for that crap. I mean, I'm not talking about like a scarlet letter or maybe I am or putting them in the stocks in the middle of the courtyard or something like that. Or maybe I am. I don't know. But there's got to be some punishment for certain behaviors that are disgusting or stupid. And I can't stand it anymore. Right. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. All the other cars should stop and they should curse that bastard out. Yeah, I said it. Right. You know, you go into the I mean, I remember I remember this. is This is. Oh, God. I mean, I remember somebody comes to my house and we're, we're having people over. and We're all eating and talking and shaking hands and stuff. And the guy goes into the bathroom. And he comes out. And, you know, and, and, and I didn't think anything of it. I really thought nothing of it. You know, I run into him and no one else has gone into the bathroom. It's been about 10 minutes. So 10 minutes later, I go into the bathroom and he was the last person to be in the bathroom. In fact, he was the only person that used the bathroom. Because I had already cleaned the bathroom. And in cleaning the bathroom, I mean, you clean your bathroom anyway. But this is like, you know, you know how you take, there's a shower you take when you're just cleaning yourself. And then there's a shower you take when you're going to go have sex with your significant other. There's two types of showers, okay? Now, your normal shower gets you clean. It does. But it doesn't get into the nooks and crannies like when you know somebody's face is going to be buried in your behind. Maybe not literally you're behind, but maybe so. I don't know, you sick bastards. But you know what I'm saying. When somebody's going to be licking you, you clean yourself even more than you normally do, okay? Well, this bathroom was normally clean anyway, but I gave it the extra spit shine because I knew other people that weren't me were going to be using it. And one of the things I did was make sure I, I, mean, I, I cleaned everything and I also took out a towel and dried everything dried so the sink toilet well obviously the toilet was wet where the water was but you know what i'm saying i made sure everything with the floor was dry everything was pristine oh yeah so this bastard goes into the bathroom 10 minutes goes by he's the only one that has used the bathroom at that point and coincidentally after he used the bathroom i used the bathroom 
and I used the facilities. Not going to say what I was doing, but I used the facilities. I go to the sink to wash my hands and I notice the fresh hand soap that I put in there had not been used. Hmm. It's kind of gross to just rinse your hands off. I mean, if I give you soap, you should use the soap. Don't just rinse your hands off. But I know, I mean, well, all right. And I look down at the sink and the sink is still bone dry. So this guy used the facilities. Walk. You can't walk out of my bathroom at that apartment. You can't. It was a smallish kind of bathroom. I had a full shower, had a full tub, had a full sink, but they were kind of crammed next to each other. You literally, when you got off the toilet, you'd have to actually take a step to the right to get around the sink to walk out of the bathroom. It was, you know, so you had to actively avoid the sink. It wasn't like this, you know. So this guy uses the facilities, walks around the sink, does not touch the soap, does not touch the water, but does touch the doorknob and a whole bunch of people outside. Oh no. Now who how do you touch your own genitals or buttocks and not wash your hands and then go out and high five people and shake their hands? Oh no. So I walk up to the guy, I walk up behind him and he's about to touch the food on the table and I whisper in his ear, I just left the bathroom. I was after you. The sink was dry. You have two choices. You can go back into the bathroom right now and wash your hands. Or you can explain to people why I'm avoiding you touching me at all costs. Okay? You're going to reach to shake my hand and I'm going to dive behind the couch. And people are going to go, as Anthony, why did you dive behind the couch? I don't know, because that dude had his hands up his ass and didn't wash them. Did you enjoy the high five you had with him? Did you enjoy when he handed you that soda? Did you enjoy when he cut that sandwich for you? Did you enjoy that? That's what I'm going to do. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, oh, sorry. And he goes back in and washes his hands. Now, that shit was disgusting. Literally, that shit. But if he did that so blatantly, it means it's not the first time he's done it. It means it's a normal pattern for him. And I'm telling you right now, that made it made me think in my mind, how many times has this nasty bastard shaken my hands? How many times has he touched the doorknob that I touched? I remember one time as a joke, he tapped me on the side of my head as a joke. And now I think of how many ass chips of his were on my hands and my face. Oh, no. Sometimes people need to be shamed. 
I, in the back of my mind, I had a fantasy about him had, walking around with, you know, you know, sandwich boards when, when it's tax time, when they put the, have the board in the front and the board in the back and the person is wearing it. I'm starting to think that everybody who walks into a bathroom has the option of, I mean, different if you walk into the bathroom and there's no soap and there's no water, but you really, there's really nothing you could do about that. I get it. I get it. It's still gross, but it's not your fault. But you had the option. Sometimes you got to shame. I, I really wish we could just shame the crap out of these people. You really wish we could. But we can't. But we should. But we can't. People are digging their noses. We need to shame these people. People who say stuff behind people's back, especially if it's behind the back of somebody nice. Now, if the person you're trashing behind their back is a piece of shit, not a problem. You know, Brad, the guy that was banging all of his friends' wives, here's something else bad about him. I'm all ears. Tell me about what happened to that friend wife banging bastard. Tell me, tell me. But if somebody's a sweetheart of a guy or a lady and you trashing them behind their back, sullying their reputation, you punk bastard. I think the second they do that, let me tell you something about Babel. She ain't nothing but a bitch and she ain't nothing. I would love it if there was a, it was like a bell would go off and some lights would flash and then all of a sudden everybody would walk into the room. Yeah, Mabel, you mean the person that we like? Tell us what you think about her, bitch. Um, what I meant to say was, yeah, you're talking behind people's back. I would love it if when somebody came out of the bathroom that they didn't wash their hands, if they would touch the doorknob, the doorknob wouldn't open. I detect ass chips. I detect ass chips. I detect ass chips. I detect ass chips. And then the sink would come on by itself. And then they, 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 the door wouldn't open until they washed their hands. And when this door says, I detect ash chips, I detect ash chips. When the doorknob said that, I'd wanted to say it loud enough for everybody outside to hear it. Hey, man, is there somebody in the bathroom that didn't wash their hands? Why do you say that? Because I hear the doorknob saying, I detect ash chips. I detect ash chips. I detect ash chips. Oh, it's probably some nasty bastard that was in the bathroom, didn't wash his ass. Don't worry about it. He wouldn't have, he, the bathroom will not let him out until he thoroughly washes the ash chips off his hand. So it's no big deal. I would love that. But it's never going to happen. But I would love it to happen. Sometimes, I mean, shame's not a bad thing. Sometimes you should be shamed. You should be shamed. And people that don't wash their hands in the bathroom or digging their nose or nail somebody else's spouse, you deserve to be shamed. And the reason, I say this because I, I go to, this drives me nuts, man. People do things outside of their home that they would never do in their home. I've never gone to a person's house, even if the house was a tad messy. I've never been to a person's house where you open up the microwave and it looked like they, they looked like a bag of garbage exploded in it. I've never seen that. Never. But if you've ever worked in an office and I remember one time, this, this is just, 
a friend of mine, there's a, we're in the office and there's a, there's a microwave and, and I don't know why an office with as many people that were in the office that we worked had one microwave oven for 17 billion people it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. So a guy that I know, he's going to the microwave and he's, he's got, he's got, he's trying to ease out. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And he goes, yo, man, give me your food. I'm going to eat your food up too before these assholes get in. I'm like, oh, cool, man, cool, man. I give him my grub. He heats his grub up. Um, uh, and everybody, starts running towards the break room so they can get their food into the microwave first and I walk in all casually because I know I got my, my boys and they're already heating my shit up so I ain't got to rush. Come on, ass, hurry up. Uh, nah, I'm cool, I'm cool. We ain't going to eat? Oh, I'm going to eat. <laughs> and I walk in there and my boys, he's, he's grubbing on his and he opens up the thing and he reaches in to get my food and I didn't even want to eat his because it looked like a bag of garbage exploded inside of that microwave oven. Now, everybody in the office was an intelligent adult. Everybody in the office was an intelligent adult, a smart adult, a cultured adult, a clean adult. And I guarantee you that none of their microwaves looked like the microwave looked in here. And all that meant was a bunch of people spilled stuff, dropped stuff. (coughs) Excuse me, guys. And all that kind of crap, all sorts of disgusting stuff happened in the damn microwave and nobody wiped it up. Nobody. They saw crud in there and they were like, screw it. And they put their food in there as well. And that crap blew up all over the place. And they're like, fuck it. Whoever's next will clean it. And they take their stuff out. And it was a whole bunch of people doing that crap. And when I looked at that, I was like, you know what? I don't want my grub anymore. I don't want it. But then again, at the time I was really broke. So I ate that shit anyway. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I would love it if there was a, there was this, it was a camera in there to catch the bastard the first bastard that left food in there and started the whole chain I would love to shame the crap out of that bastard I would love it I would love that they put a tattoo on his forehead microwave dirty microwave bastard anything anything just to shame that bastard we should bring that back i would love that to be the case because there's a like i said there's a lot of people that don't need to go to jail they don't need to be behind bars Uh, shame would be enough of a corrective action for those people and i think we should use shame to stop those bastards from doing things that they should do you ain't never gonna see somebody go to the jail because they dug in their nose or because they dug in their ass that's not gonna happen but if you have but if everybody goes ain't that the dude that digs in his ass and don't wash his ass <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just i just imagine that was the case just <laughs> oh man just, just i mean just could you just, could you just imagine? I mean, that guy would have the cleanest hands in the history of the world, you know. <laughs> oh God, just imagine that you're in the office and the and the guy that refuses to wash his hands, and he walks in the office and there's a whole bunch of people walking around. He had to do the washing. dude wanted to do dicks in his ass. Don't wash it. That's dude digging his ass. This didn't do the digs in his ass. Don't wash it. He did the dude the digs in his ass. Don't wash it. He had to do that digging his ass. What him digging? Oh God! Oh, this dude would literally have to stay into the bathroom and make it a point to methodically wash his hands in front of everybody. Excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. He would literally have to wash his hands in front of everybody until it was like, 
He, you know what? He washes his hands now. He washes his hands now. It's okay to shake his hand. He's not a filthy, disgusting bastard anymore. It's okay to touch him. He's not a pig. Ain't no more ass chips on that guy. It's cool to touch him now. He doesn't dig in his ass anymore. And once he got his reputation back for not digging in his ass, he would not want to lose his reputation at all. So all I'm saying is, man, we need to bring shame to the game. We should shame people for doing stupid stuff and shame people for doing disgusting stuff. Yeah, I said it. Okay, I may be a little harsh, but a man can dream, can't he? Shaming idiots. Shaming ass diggers. I'm not good at writing songs. (laughs) Segment over. Okay, my friends, this has been episode number 198 of the S. Anthony Says podcast starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And I want to thank you guys for stopping by. I want to thank my beautiful bastards for stopping by and listening. And I want to thank my pardon family for, for the support. And I enjoy supporting you as well. Now, like I said, as we're closing in on episode number 200, with this being number 198, I just wanted to do a couple of like, like, but today's episode was a little more serious than normal because I wanted to talk about some things, you know, because I you become a little reflective when you when you get to certain milestones. I remember when I got to episode number one hundred, it was kind of a joyous occasion because I was like, hey, I made it because it was a big deal, and now that now that I'm I, I know how to do this, and uh, we're now heading towards episode number two hundred rapidly. I just wanted to uh to acknowledge certain things that are going along with with yours truly and be a little more open and I'm more open and honest. I mean I haven't been lying to you anyway. But uh you know just be a little more open with you cuz you, like I said like I said you guys have been writing some stuff to me and DMing me and telling me about yourselves and all that kind of stuff and you know I I appreciate the fact that apparently and and uh, and, it's, and it's a pleasure to know this that we've actually started to connect. Um me King Bastard and my beautiful bastards have started to connect more and, and and gotten to know each other better so I appreciate uh everything that you said. Um if you want to follow yours truly on on um social media please do so on Twitter. Uh my Twitter is at @santhonythomas and I would suggest if you're following it at S- 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 Anthony Thomas, which would be me, you should follow this show's this podcast's Twitter and the dedicated Twitter for this podcast is at S- Anthony says. Uh, once again, like I said, um, the milestone for this show is going to be episode number 200. This year. I think it's uh, today's 18th. Yeah. So February 1st will be the uh, will be the 200th episode. And not only will that be a milestone because it's episode number 200, it's also, um, you know, I mean, right around that time, right around February 1st, some other things that I was doing that were kind of taking up a lot of time are going to go, are going to fall by the wayside. So I can actually spend even more time working on the podcast than I do now. Cause as it is now, like I said, sometimes you hear me, I, I was podcasting from the car. You know, <laughs> you know, there was a time I was, pod- I mean, if you listen to some of my early episodes, I was literally podcasting, walking down the street. You know, I was doing all sorts of stuff like that. And now, um, as of actually everything will, some, some things will be clearing up like maybe the 27th, the 28th and the 29th of Feb, uh, the, near the end of January, some things are going to fall into place. And then by February 1st, um, when the 200th episode airs, I'll be, you know, starting with episode 200 or 201, depending on what's going on, I'll be able to devote even more time to the podcast. And hopefully I'll be able to uh, get some of my friends on to come on and, uh, and, and talk about some things and, you know, 
have some guests on and stuff like that, I'll be able to do that because I'll have more time to, to do that and connect. So that being said, with this being uh, episode number 198, I want to thank you guys uh, very, very much for being here to listen to this stuff all the, uh, this, this entire time. Um, I will see you next week and I want to thank you very, very, very much for being my beautiful bastards. I will see you next week, my friends. You know what I'm about to say to end the show. I've said this for a while now. So do me a favor. Indulge me. Say it with me <clears throat> on the count of three. And you can even use your own name if you want to. <clears throat> S. Anthony. Out.